the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ultimately, false prophets tear down faith, promote divisiveness, bitterness, and all kinds of ungodliness. So it's important for Jesus' true disciples to distinguish wolves in sheep's clothing from true prophets. How do we do this? Well, Jesus gives us the answer. He says, you will recognize them by their fruits. Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno is continuing to teach from the book of Matthew in a section called the Sermon on the Mount. He's in chapter 7 today, and the message is called The Golden Rule and False Teachers. I encourage you to grab a paper and pencil, if at all possible, and take some notes. You can find out more about us at highlands.us. That's the website for the church, Church of the Highlands, highlands.us. In John 10, Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. And in John 14, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus here is speaking of himself. The way is Jesus. Now, the backstory is this you and I have sinned. We've sinned in little ways, big ways. It doesn't matter because any sin keeps us from God. And unless we get that sin removed, we're never going to enter into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. The punishment for sin is to be separated from God. But God has provided a solution through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. He went to the cross as a substitute for us. He died not for his own sin because he didn't have any, but for our sin. And God doesn't punish the same sin twice. So if you believe that Jesus died for you, you acknowledge him as your substitute, your savior, then God will remove your sin forever. And it would be correct then to say that you've passed through the narrow way and through the narrow gate into salvation. Now notice here that Jesus calls the narrow way hard. Hiriskomai is the word. And it always always refers to persecution. What he's saying is the way it's hard because it's the way of persecution and opposition. If we are truly living for Christ, we can expect to be persecuted. The way is narrow. The way is hard. Now, having thus made it clear that the way is narrow and hard, it's important for us to not be misled by false prophets. Verse 15, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. 
So in verses 15 through 20, Jesus warns about false teachers because apathy is not the only would-be enemy of would-be Christians, but we also are going to encounter people that teach destructive doctrines. And Jesus calls these false prophets wolves in sheep's clothing because they pretend to be members of the flock when in fact they're not, and, 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 and yet their intent is to plunder and destroy it. In fact, they're not only members of the flock, they're also leaders. So there are going to be people in the church and leaders in the church, both intentional or unintentional, that act as agents of the devil inside the church. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. A prophet is a messenger for someone else. True prophets are mentioned in the Bible as being appointed for leadership in the church. As it's translated by the Amplified Bible, Apostle Paul wrote, So God has appointed some in the church for his own use. First, apostles, special messengers. Second, prophets, inspired preachers and expounders. Third, teachers. Then wonder workers, then those with the ability to heal the sick, helpers, administrators, speakers in different unknown tongues. So God appointed prophets, described by the Amplified Bible as inspired preachers and expounders. An expounder is one who explains the scripture. And some scholars distinguish between prophets and teachers, suggesting that prophets are God's spokespeople who are not assigned to a particular church, But teachers are the pastor elders who are to lead a local congregation. In either case, Jesus is actually warning against people who pretend to speak for God when, in fact, they they speak for the devil. These are like the men that Jeremiah spoke of. He said that God said, I did not send these prophets. I did not speak to them. Yet they have prophesied. These false prophets claimed that they had received the message from God, but Actually, they were only speaking what the king and the people wanted to hear. They were false prophets. What God gives, Satan counterfeits. Now, there are real prophets and there are false prophets. The false prophets are are often described as wolves in Scripture. Uh, In Acts chapter 20, when Paul was uh, talking with the elders of Ephesus, he said, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. In Matthew 10, Jesus said that he was sending his disciples out as sheep in the midst of wolves. In John chapter 10, he told of the good shepherd who protected the flock from the wolves with his life. And in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus warns that many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Now, the basic motivation of the false prophet is self-interest. A true prophet cares for the flock more than he actually cares for his own life, but a wolf cares nothing except to satisfy their hunger and greed. A false prophet gives teaching not for what he can give, but for what he can get. Jesus says to watch out for those whose words might sound religious, but who are motivated by money, fame, or power. Jesus describes these false prophets as ravenous wolves, two-legged animals with insatiable Appetites inwardly differentiates their true nature from their outward appearance. He describes them in sheep's clothing. 
As one person pointed out, people in that era would wear clothes appropriate to their, their, their position in the society. Uh, for instance, priests would wear priestly garments, and judges would wear garments that identified them as judges. And shepherds wore a uniform of shepherds. And that, that was that they wore the fleece of a sheep. And that identified them as shepherds. In the New Testament, the word poimen is translated shepherd. It's also translated pastor. A pastor is a shepherd. Ultimately, false prophets tear down faith, promote divisiveness, bitterness, and all kinds of ungodliness. So it's important for Jesus' true disciples to distinguish wolves in sheep's clothing from true prophets. How do we do this? Well, Jesus gives us the answer. He says, you will recognize them by their fruits. He repeats it twice in verse 16 and verse 20. It's an inclusio. This section is talking about false prophets. And he shows that men are like fruit trees. Good ones produce good fruit. Bad ones produce bad fruit. Fruit is a Jewish metaphor for character and conduct. And so at Jesus... Uh, is saying here is that followers, his followers are to discern false prophets by looking at their lives and conduct. A genuine Christian life is going to evidence good works. It's not that salvation is based on good works, but if we're saved, we should produce good works. That's made clear in Ephesians chapter 2. Faith without works is dead, James said. And this is especially true of teachers. I mean, when somebody comes into the Christian life, we watch some people and they grow very, very quickly and others grow very, very slowly. But if they're growing, eventually they're going to produce good works. But teachers should be producing good works. They should already be mature. And if they're not producing good works, then they may be false teachers. They're false teachers and wolves. Now, Jesus says here, he asks the question, he says, are grapes gathered from thorn bushes? Or figs from thistles? Grapes and figs were some of the main agricultural products of Israel. They were a staple on everyone's table. But there was a certain kind of thorn, I think it's called the buckthorn, which had little blackberries that resembled grapes. And there was a thistle which had a flower which could be mistaken for a fig. But neither of these provided nourishment. And so the point is that there might be a superficial resemblance between The true and false prophet, the false prophet might wear the right clothes and speak the right language and so forth, but what they provide is not going to be nutritious. So one of the tests of teaching is, does it provide spiritual nourishment? Does it strengthen a person to bear the burdens of life and walk in a way that he ought to walk? Does the teaching satisfy the soul? Does it bring us closer to God? Does it challenge us and equip us and encourage us to live for Christ? Does it make us less selfish and more willing to help others when we have the opportunity to do so? Is it nourishing? Verse 17. So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. 
So Jesus here is saying you can distinguish a true prophet from a false prophet by inspecting their fruit. Is their life filled with good fruit? What fruit? And the answer is the fruit of the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes within us to live within us, the Holy Spirit produces the fruit of the Spirit. What is the fruit of the Spirit? The Apostle Paul describes it in Galatians 5. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So in order to distinguish a true prophet from a false prophet, look at the fruit. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Study Verse by Verse. Pastor Leighton Sheely is our teacher. He is the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. You can find out more about the church on their website at highlands.us. If it's easier for you to call, you can reach someone at 650-873-4095. We'd love to talk with you, and we would sure appreciate knowing that you tuned in. You can share that fact with us when you go to the website and click on the contact link. Now, if you'd like to listen to the entire series dealing with the Sermon on the Mount, beginning in Chapter 5 of the Book of Matthew, you just click on the Messages link on the homepage, and the archives are right there. That's highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Always glad you've joined us. Come back tomorrow when we'll share more as Pastor Leighton Sheely opens the Word of God and we study together verse by verse.